0: part nine it was there in the parking lot of the Winn-Dixie in North Wilkesboro where everything changed Cheshire Vanoy was looking at a younger version of himself a strapping handsome early 20 something version of himself that was the heart throb of Roaring River many hearts were broken but he was holding a color tv and a vcr which Cheshire and the younger version of his cousin Frankie needed to trade for penicillin so that they could get a transmission for a 1971 Chrysler Town and Country, so they could trade that to Mark Teague at the Millers Creek Trading Post for some exotic matter, so they could create an Einstein-Rosen bridge that would not collapse and therefore take Cheshire back to his own time. It was really simple when you thought about it, but this, this was something they did not plan. The younger version of Cheshire just stood there holding the TV and the VCR, and he just just was astonished. It really is you, and by that I mean it's really me. I can tell. There's no denying it. You really are me from the future. I don't know how such a thing is possible, but when I heard that you needed the TV and a VCR, I had to come and run, and because how could I not help myself? The younger Cheshire handed Cheshire Classic the TV and the VCR, and there was a flash of light. Afterwards, there was only one Cheshire, and he looked to be young and handsome and strong and virile. And he looked down and he said, Oh my God, it's me. I am the idealized version of myself. I have my knowledge from all this living, but the body of a Greek god and the glow persisted, and it started to envelop Cheshire. There was electricity in the air. Frankie felt it on his skin. The light pole over there near Northwest Toyota exploded, as did the next one, and the one past that. All the lights from North Wilkesboro to Wilkesboro, as far as I could see, started to shut off, and all the power was gone, and there was only one light. It was the light of... Cheshire, Vinoy glowing right there in the Wind Dixie parking lot. He looked at his cousin Frankie, and he pointed at him, and a beam of light shot straight towards Frankie. And they were both lifted into the air, and instinctively they flew toward Reddy's river, and they could feel it. The faster they went, the closer they got, the farther and farther they travelled forward in time. And when they landed, Cheshire felt it. He knew it was twenty and seventeen. He was back home, back where he needed to be. His trailer was there. There was no patio furniture to be seen. And with his feet on solid ground, he screamed into the air, Come to me. Let's end this now. And the holler echoed, and the birds flew away in fear, and there was great thunder, and the sun started to grow dark. There was an eclipse. My, my it was beautiful. And in all the commotion Cheshire's dog, Willard came out and he walked up and he immediately recognized his master and he tugged at his master's leg. And Cheshire looked down and said Willard, what's wrong? And Willard gestured into the trailer. And Cheshire knew something was wrong. Immediately he flew, flew. His feet never touched the ground until he was inside the trailer. And he saw his cousin Frankie, the older Frankie, the Frankie of his nightmares, standing right in his living room. He had Cheshire's wife, and he had a knife to her throat, and there were fear in her eyes. And the modern-day Frankie looked at Cheshire, somewhat astonished and somewhat not, and said, Cousin, it ends here on the next episode of Surreal.